Welcome. You're listening to Gravity Healthcare Hacks with your host, Melissa Brown, Chief Operating Officer from Gravity Healthcare Consulting and self-professed healthcare nerd. Monthly, we will provide industry expertise and tips to help keep your feet firmly on the ground in the world of healthcare. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast today, The Seven Secrets to Saving Your Home Health Agency. Our guest today is the Vice President of Home Health Operations for Gravity, and Devin Cassie leads our team of home health consultants to support new and existing home agencies, home health agencies operate for success. Welcome, Devin. Oh, hello, Melissa. It's, It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited to talk with you today, Devin. I tasked you ahead of time with identifying what you would say are the seven most important secrets to saving an existing home health agency. Actually, I only asked for six and you came up with seven. So we felt like we should include all of them. <laughs> so um, these are things that an existing home health agency could, that might be floundering in the midst of these crazy staffing shortages, the nonstop regulatory changes, and less than stellar payment schedules. So let's kick right off with a key one, visit utilization. What do you mean by this and why does it matter? Oh, definitely. Visit utilization. This comes to mind as, as one of the top reasons that home health companies uh, continue to fail. Uh, really with the way reimbursement is for home health, uh, you really have to be able to manage your visits. So this is quality over quantity. Uh, You know, a lot of home health agencies are in the mindset that the more visits you deliver to a patient, um, the the better outcomes that you're going to have and the more reimbursement you're going to receive, but that is absolutely false. So it is really learning the what your patients need and delivering quality care every single time that you go out and see that patient. So really capitalizing on each visit uh, to provide them with everything that they need during a visit and not so focused on providing an extreme amount of, of visits per episode for those patients. Um, and you know this will vary when you're looking at the patient's insurance from Medicare to managed care, you really have to take a look at what that entails, what your reimbursement um, you're getting for each one of those insurance carriers, and number one, what that patient truly needs to achieve their goals. Yeah, it's really been happening across the health industry as a whole. We see hospital days going down, observations days going up, people going straight home from surgeries that used to be you know, three to five days in the hospital, 30 days, sniff stay, and they just go straight to home. So it's a really about doing more with less, or at least as much with far less than you used to do. And, you know, the data really proves that it can be done, but it requires a savvy operator to do it the right way. So the next secret is having the right EHR, EMR. Uh, we all have one, or at least um, we should not be doing things by paper anymore at this point. So why do you think that there's one EHR over another that can really make a difference. Yeah, there is. You know, we, we've worked with so many different types of EHR systems and home health and other uh, healthcare business lines. And one of the things that always comes up is ensuring that you have the right technology that is going to make your home health agency efficient from the time that you are notified about receiving a referral all the way to the final bill and receiving payment. Uh, you know, there are certain systems that, that are really great with the clinical components behind it. 
um, or have a great intake system, but they're failing in the other in the other categories that are really, really important to ensure that that you're having everything in that system uh, to ensure that you are getting that final bill process and also staying within regulations so that you can have a fantastic state survey um, every time. Uh, so if you are, are, are in the process of looking or, or having issues with your HR system, um, you, it, it is vitally important that, that you really take the next steps to move forward with a system that is gonna make you most efficient uh, from A to Z and, uh, and absolutely be able to ensure that you are getting that billing through. Uh, to, to receive reimbursement. Yeah, you're so right. You know, having just worked with you with a client that's a new startup and examining some of the different EMRs, being able to use some of the business intelligence that they have to say, okay, based on all the clinical metrics that you've put in, this patient, it, you are going to, you know, make money if you deliver this many visits of nursing, this many of PT and OT and speech. And it, as you keep adding them on, it helps you see in live time, what do your margins look like? How well are you managing it? And it gives you the ability to be proactive instead of reactive to the realities of the visit utilization, just like we were talking about a few moments ago. And maybe one thing you could speak to that I think would be helpful is a lot of times we see startup agencies go with a less expensive model. It's pretty obvious when you do a demo kind of what the best ones are, but they'll go with a less expensive model and they'll say, hey, you know, three years, five years down the road, we'll switch it over. And that is not what we recommend to clients. If they can afford the best, it's really ideal to do the best coming out of the gate. So what would what would be some of the reasons that you would say to a client about why they should just go with the best from the beginning? Yeah, it, it is because when you're, when you're changing EHR systems, it really is, uh, extremely time-consuming, extremely costly. Uh, you will have to operate two systems even after you go live uh, with the new EHR system. You will have to operate two systems for a time period. Uh, it's very taxing and costly for your home health agencies to change uh, EHR systems later down the road after you would use something that would be a little bit, um, a little bit cost-effective um, from the start. <clears throat> so we definitely recommend using, uh, going with the best, the best version of EHR systems and down the road as well. It's going to, it will, if the system you, you pick is one of the top systems, it will actually have you, um, you will not have to hire as many people, mm -hmm. uh, down the road. So <clears throat> it really will be cost effective at first. It may seem a little costly, but down the road, you're actually going to be saving money. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think speaking of that, that interfaces are really the way to go as well. You know, we're in the process of our home health agency. And even as a startup, we're investing in some interfaces that aren't inexpensive right from the get go. So what do you think about that? What's your advice there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely uh, recommend uh, utilizing as many interfaces uh, with other systems as possible. And that's one of the questions that you're going to want to make sure that you ask. Uh, when you are looking at EHR systems for home health is, is what do you interface with? And what is this going to cost me from a standpoint? Um, the more interfaces that you have in there, it is going to be more efficient for your agency. And like we said earlier, it, down the road, you aren't going to have to add as many employees in because you're not going to be wasting your time 
uh, doing uh, tasks that really, really could be uh, ma um, not manual. So they could be automatic for your home health system or for your home health agency. Absolutely. And, you know, in the end, none of us can provide this great care that we love to provide to patients and seniors in their homes unless we get paid for it. So how can providers be thinking about their billing processes and when they should outsource? Yes, definitely. Um, the billing piece is is something that we are seeing over and over again with home health agencies that we're helping to become financially viable, um, whether they are doing billing internally with one of their in-house employees or they're outsourcing uh, their billing. It's very, very important to ensure that all of those processes are going to be in place and whatever system you're utilizing is going to be the most efficient to be able to get that billing out and so that all your billing is timely filed um, and that you're not spending time going back and fixing billing errors. Uh, and then those, those claims are just sitting in there. And by the time that you get them fixed, uh, a lot of times they're already past the timely fouling. If you're, uh, if you're utilizing uh, managed care providers uh, for your insurances, a lot of times they're 90 or 120 days for your timely fouling. That time goes very quickly. Uh, so you really have to make sure that you're very efficient with your billing and that you're sending that out the moment that you're able, you're able to send those bills out per whatever the managed care is in your contract. Um, and we are, we are seeing this time over and over again. And what happens is, is that agencies are losing out on money uh, that they should be receiving and they're having to write that off. Um, so absolutely, it's, it's really, we can take a deep dive into your agency and look at what is best from a billing standpoint. Is it best to keep it in-house? Is it best to outsource this? Who are you outsourcing with? Is this really the company that's doing the best work for you? And are you asking for the right information from these companies that you're outsourcing with? Yeah, one of the agencies we've been working with over the last couple of years only been in business for a couple of years and they already had hundreds of thousands of dollars of unpaid claims and nobody on their team seemed to know what to do about it and nobody was fixing it. We were able to help them get a lot of those because sometimes you can even file it after the fact, although the managed care payers are a lot harder, but it's just so sad to see an agency that probably could have been at least financially breaking even or close to it was suffering significantly every month just because their billing processes weren't in order. So I totally agree with you that is what definitely one of the secrets. And I think one of the hottest topic right now, some I think in some ways that we're all kind of sick of hearing about, but it's just not going anywhere anytime soon is staffing. So what can home health providers do differently to really stand out in the market and recruit and retain talented, caring, self-driven staff? Yeah, this is, you know, unfortunately, this is not going away. Staffing continues to be a challenge. We're hearing it across all business lines. Uh, really, we have, have to... Um, be able to promote what is what are the benefits to employees coming to home health, whether they're working in a hospital system, a skilled nursing facility, an ALF. Why why is it better to come into home health? And really, what we're seeing is that it's that work life balance um, and being able to be flexible um, with staff to be able to bring them on. What does this look like? Is this four tens? Is this three twelves? Is it someone who only wants to work weekends? Is it somebody who only wants to work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, four hours a day? Uh, you know, it's really talking to these employees and finding out what fits their lifestyle. 
Um, and, you know, it's still surprising. I mean, we've been in this turmoil with staffing for years now, and it's still surprising how much people, um, other disciplines, RNs, PTs, OTs, speech, how much they actually don't realize what the flexibility in your schedule could look like if you work for a home health agency that was willing to work with you. And I think that is the number one conversation that, that needs to be had, um, you know, to get new employees that come into your home health agency and, and try to um, recruit them from other healthcare entities. Uh, so that that's really been a big one for us. The other one is offering company vehicles. Uh, we you get a lot of uh, questions regarding you know how far am I going to be traveling, um, uh, gas reimbursement. So really taking a look at what what would be make sense for what employees to have company vehicles, what territories are they driving to, and really sticking to our word um, is making sure that what we're telling them when we're bringing them in is something that we are going to stick by with them and it's not going to change down the road. And, and we know that that can be very challenging, but that is something that I think employees really appreciate and that's going to help your turnover and retention. Yeah, I think people forget to sell how much autonomy and independence you have as a home health provider. You know, your schedule really is in your hands other than patient preferences and you're able to make it work for you and your lifestyle. So I agree with you. I think that's something that often uh, gets overlooked. And, you know, thinking about our next topic, it's not quite as exciting, but the intake process, what should a home health agency be thinking about when it comes to their intake process? Yeah, with the intake process, this, this is an extremely important process that needs to, needs to be very streamless in your home health agency. It's absolutely vital that from the moment that you receive that referral, um, that we are getting all the information that we need for that patient to be successful uh, with their home health episode of care and ensure that we are going to be billed, uh, we're going to be able to bill that, that claim and receive the money for that reimbursement. So it's collecting all the documents, um, the face-to-face -face documents, ensuring that if that person doesn't have a face-to-face a uh, physician visit pr um, 90 days prior to their start of care that's relevant to the reason they're, they're being seen for home health, that we are ensuring they are being seen within 30 days by their physician for the reason we're seeing them for home health. Those documents are going to be extremely important. The other one is insurance information. And, that, and although this seems very simple, this is not always a simple process. We have to make sure that we're running eligibilities and getting the right, the right insurance in place from day one. Um, if you do not have the right eligibility in place and that insurance information is in there, by the time that you go to bill, you're going to end up having your claim bounce back and then you're going to have to start over from A to Z. And sometimes you're not going to have enough time to do that with the timely filing. So really, you know, this ties back into the HR systems is ensuring that that intake, that intake platform is going to be um, is going to be very high quality and that you are going to have, um, you know, look at the interfaces with, uh, with um, eligibility providers. Um, a lot of EHR systems now have something that you can pay extra for that's going to be tied in and your eligibilities are going to be run out automatically. If you're going with a little bit of a lower product, that's going to be something that you're going to have to have interfaced in, um, or you're going to be relying on 
uh, just a person in your agency to be able to read that documentation and ensure that 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 is the correct insurance carrier. So those are absolutely vitally important um, to ensure those are in, in place. And that is definitely going to help you be successful. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that partnering is really a key to home health agencies taking market share and really keeping it. So what are your thoughts about partnerships in in the in the market? Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Partnerships right now um, are, are very key to the success of home health agencies. I'm a real advocate for home health agencies part- partnering with senior living uh, communities and really finding what is, is is working with these senior living companies and ensuring that we're doing everything possible for those residents that live there. We want to be able to keep those residents in their homes. And one of the key factors is going to be home health. Home health is absolutely the future um, of senior living. And right now is the time to form those partnerships and really understand each other's businesses. It is still very surprising of how much the, the business lines are siloed. And, you know, we're starting to see them work together a little bit better, but there's still so much opportunity from looking from from the senior living space of forming those partnerships with ancillary services. So home health, hospice, home care, um, those are all key components that really need to work together with senior living companies. Absolutely. Well, Devin, this was a powerhouse list of seven really important things that home health agencies can be thinking about and could actually start to implement today. So thank you so much for sharing some of your best secrets with us. Absolutely, Melissa. I appreciate you having me here. And if you'd like to learn more about Gravity, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly. You can always find me and Devin on LinkedIn as well. Please let us know how we can assist you in your home health agency. Thanks for joining us. And if you enjoyed today's content, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Remember, it's not just what you know, but how you apply it that makes all the difference. See you next time.